Well, you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Boone is coming back at Survivor Series. The speculation is through the roof. Survivor Series War Games. Also, there's AEW. Yeah, we'll get into that. I know. Some people are already freaking out. What's up, everybody? It is Rings and Rambles returning after a uh, two-week hiatus. Uh, someone had to go and get an upper respiratory infection over there. Uh, Nick in Sacktown. Uh, me in Chicago. The center of the wrestling universe, as it always seems to be, doesn't it? Yeah, the town where everyone complains that we get too many big wrestling shows. Am I correct? Because we have we have too many big wrestling shows this week, correct? <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't call it too many. I, I, I used to live around the area, so uh, I think it's just right. I think it's just right. It's you guys, just right? All right. I'm Ch- trying to Chicago's... make sure we're spoiled. <laughs> we're, we're spoiled with it. Nick. I mean, the, the fact is, we're just spoiled. Okay. We have AEW Dynamite here in Chicago this week. We also have SmackDown and we have Survivor Series. Uh, it's a lot. And I would say one of the more anticipated Survivor Series in a couple of years just because of all the, you know, outside the ring stuff that's going on with it. So. We are, yeah, definitely. you know, uh, we'll get into all of it. Lots to talk about who's showing up at Survivor Series. I think that, that, that's a big story. There's a lot of possibilities and we'll put all that together. And I want to hear your comments. If you're watching live, I want to hear from you. If you're watching on demand, I want to hear from you. Uh, if you can share the link or you stink, that's great. Uh, we're uh, on Facebook. I know we're streaming on Wrestle Room. Uh, I, I know we have people that watch on the main Sports Keto Wrestling channel. We'll be up there, hopefully, at some point. Uh, so uh, check that out. Also, get into the comments and get on screen. I want to know, who do you want to see show up? I mean, the big, the two big names that could show up at Survivor Series are, obviously, Randy Orton, who's been widely reported to come back for every major premium live event, the big four, <laughs> in the last year. It was Survivor Series. People were saying people were hoping for Royal Rumble. They were hoping for SummerSlam. There was talk he was going to do at WrestleMania. And here we are at the end of the year, and this is a guy who hasn't been in the ring in over a year now. Had lower fusion back surgery, and then the other big name is one of the most controversial and divisive guys in the business. But if you're divisive and you get people talking, you get people talking, and you're a draw then. And that is when CM Punk, who uh, abruptly left AEW and abruptly left uh, WWE almost about 10 years ago now. Uh, obviously, in Chicago, his hometown, it would be a big deal. Uh, which one do you think is a better option? Uh, there's I, Obviously, it, se- it seems more inclined to think that it's Randy Orton, who's still under contract with WWE uh, and has been training for a return. Uh, and then we heard, you know, we could go. WWE was ready at the last premium live event at a press conference to throw water on it and say, no, it's not happening. But crazier things have happened, and the deal can come together fairly quickly if they wanted to do something. And if they really wanted to keep one quiet, I mean aggressively quiet, this would be the one you would want to keep as quiet as possible. And keep people guessing until the last minute. But we'll get into more of the why it doesn't happen. But you, I've talked too much. Three minutes in. Tell me what you think. (laughs) You're good, Kevin. I I love to hear it. This is rings and rambles, and that's what we're here to do. So, um. You know, Randy Orton, I think, would be awesome to come back. But I I read a tweet the other day where a fan said, 
I will be in shambles and WWE will absolutely drop the ball if CM Punk doesn't come back in Chicago. I personally don't feel that way. I don't think that he's going to come back. It would be cool if he did. I personally don't think he's coming back. I just don't. This would be the perfect time, though, obviously, because it's Chicago. It's Survivor Series, a huge premium live event. But, you know, um, Randy Orton, I think, is the more logical one to happen here, if you were to ask me. Uh, Yeah. And you now have Cody stoking the flames of this as well, saying we need one more. So now they've added another guy to the whole factor. Seems like Drew McIntyre is going to be with Judgment Day. The lines have already been drawn. That's the slot. Everyone sees it. They want you to see, hey, here's this big empty spot on the show where there's 10 men in a match in a double cage, a lot of moving wild elements, and then boom, somebody comes out. And they've done this in the Royal Rumble, and it lends itself to somebody being able to come in and make their return be as impactful and interact with a bunch of different people and all these different things. Uh, and Randy Orton has reason to want to go after some people in this match, uh, you know. But I actually, I think the guy you want to go after is maybe one of the Usos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. if you want to do the storyline thing. Uh, and there is other, there is another opportunity for someone to return on the show that doesn't involve that men's war games match. Men's war games match will feature Cody Rhodes leading a team uh, of Sami Zayn, who else am I thinking? Jay Uso is on that team. Uh, Seth Rollins is supposed to be on that team. They have a missing spot against uh, the Judgment Day now with uh, drew mcintyre and that big yeah. squad those are the big that's a big men's double ring double cage war games so uh but the other slot where you can see a big return is um see look at this whatever you do do not let cm punk back <laughs> says matthew attic <laughs> see we're gonna get people from both sides the other yeah. slot where you can have someone return on the show is the vague promos that Shinsuke Nakamura has been cutting. Mm. I love that they've been cutting promos in Japanese with subtitles. I, I think that's unique. Let him speak in his in his native language. It makes it more uh, authentic. Yeah. And he's kind of like talking about somebody. And he says, I know your weakness. And you're just sitting there. And you should just come back and end it. And, and then that leaves me. And that lends itself to either one of these guys to come back. It, is, it really feels like it's down to Punk or Orton in this yeah. scenario. I definitely agree. And, um, you know, that's that's funny that Matthew over here is saying, whatever you do, don't let Punk back. And I just said that another guy was like, they're going to drop the ball if not. Complete opposite. That's that's the beauty of this. And it's got everybody intrigued right now, I think, too. Because, I mean, there are big matches on this card. Don't get me wrong. But I think there's got to be something just a little bit more for Survivor Series just because, you know, it's one of the main ones. So I do see a major return happening in this on this card somewhere. It's going to happen. I I feel it. I I agree with you. I feel it's Orton. Uh, And, you know, we've heard enough reports. Yeah. And I can say this from speaking to uh, people familiar with wrestling media in Chicago. Everyone thinks, oh, you're in Chicago. Do you know CM Punk's coming back? No, (laughs) Uh, I don't. Uh, And there's been times um, like I I knew about the AEW thing and everyone did. Uh, I knew it a little bit earlier than some. Uh, And there's some returns I've known about before that i didn't pass on to be reported i remember there was one that happened and i i didn't get yelled at but somebody was like if you knew how come you didn't tell us we could have broke it i was like well because somebody told me off the record and i was sworn to secrecy and i if i swear by that then then my words worth nothing in the future and some people just really don't understand that they just understand we could have got this you know like like the right like um edge i knew about edge before that became public when Edge came back to WWE at the Royal Rumble, 
And a lot of people were thinking it was going to happen uh, right. for months because, like, what he did the SummerSlam, right? Yeah. He, like, did that one spot at SummerSlam, and people were like, what? Why? Like, it was complete. He came out, speared Elias, I think it was, in, like, the pre-show. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was at the Royal Rumble months later in January. Uh, and he trained for the return between right. that time and, and got clearances and all those different things. The WWE isn't a great documentary uh, about that comeback. But I knew about it maybe like October. Oh. And so um, you just kind of keep your mouth shut. But this is a different scenario because with Punk, if the, the, he would be the bigger of the two comebacks. Okay, I'm not saying that Randy Orton isn't a big comeback. and It is, wouldn't be a big deal. And people aren't going to go ape if they hear... <laughs> you know like but they they have you guessing now about both of these and they have two different slots on this show if you're a diehard fan if you're a casual fan you can look at the show and see Shins shinsky oh by the way doesn't have a match on the show right you know like but he's saying survivor series he said survivor series he said it enough where they're going in that direction you know yeah. uh jesse hyde we'll get to your comment in a little bit though too uh so if you guys are with us who do you want to see punk or orton I want to know. Uh, I, I was I was talking to people on Twitter about this. Our tweets. Did you see the tweets about this? Uh, I've seen a follow few. at SK Wrestling. These were very interesting. It's easier for me to pull up on my phone. Uh, but these were very interesting in terms of how people – because it was very divisive. And I do think yeah. it will drive people crazy no matter what is or isn't done. And people have built up these expectations. With Punk, It's they they you can go by enough to say that it isn't going to happen. But right. I also think never say never. And if they want to do it and get the biggest reaction out of it, they'll do it here and maybe have them come back and you don't see him for a long, long time, you know? Yeah. Uh, but the reactions to this were through the roof on our Twitter. There we go. Look at that. It's, it's up on the tweets. It's, it's gone. Um, the only one I want back is Randy. Most mm -hmm. likely has to be Randy. However, I wish so bad it was CM Punk. Oh, emoji. This one. And here's one that this this would be a curveball. It wouldn't be Punk or Orton. It would be none. It's LA Knight. None. <laughs> so, so. Hey, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and LA Knight doesn't have a match on the show, right? So, so, I mean, he's a big name, big omission on the show. Am I correct? Double yes. check on that for me. I'm pretty um, sure you are correct. Yeah. Uh, Vixify saying both, honestly. Randy Orton comes back to help Cody in War Games. Cody made reference to an old friend, yeah. you know, uh, in a post-show promo. So he's putting the teases out there. And CM Punk comes back and challenges Seth for the title. Ooh. Oh, dude, the Seth thing. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 um, yeah. I've brought this up before. I know I'm keeping up things that I know, and it's not about me. I interviewed Seth for the last time Survivor Series was in Chicago, right before the pandemic, 2019. And I interviewed him in person. This is the interview that got me a lot of attention. And I think got me the gig at Sports Kita months oh, nice. before I got it. Uh, was in this interview, I was told, try not to talk about CM Punk because he was going back and forth with CM Punk on Twitter. And it was like when he was doing Backstage, the Fox Sports Show. And he kind of told him to get off Twitter because Rollins was waving the flag at WWE when all the AEW stuff was coming up. Uh, people saying, whatever you do, do not let CM Punk back in <laughs> once <WWE>. again. <laughs> Super idiot. <laughs> the same, the same. Nice. By the way, we didn't just repeat the post. This is the same, same guy posting the same thing. Yeah. So I'm interviewing uh, Rollins, and as he sits down for the interview, I was like, hey, can I talk to you about the thing? And someone from WWE lightly asked me. They weren't like heavy about it, but they like knew it could come up. And um, I was also told that they were going to film parts of this for WWE's 
documentary on it. So I didn't want to like make them mad too. You know, they were there, they were present. The handlers were there. And he goes, ask me it. Like, like, so, so I was like, all right, all right. Yeah, that was it. his first interview. He's going to do multiple interviews that day. And it was in Chicago. So we were expecting him. Uh, and, and so I get to it and I'm polite about it. And, and then I kind of like just kind of press him. I say, Hey, that's a big deal. And, and he over, he says, yes, that this guy, he couldn't, uh, he couldn't bust a cherry in a fruit fight. Like, you know, it was, <laughs> it was like, he was just, he's like, he was, this guy's been talking trash. He couldn't hang in the UFC. You didn't pay by WWE through Fox. Like, like, you like, like, like all this different stuff, taking real shots. And then he, yeah. and then he goes even a further level and says, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it at WrestleMania. And I was just like, ah! like, internally, I'm like, what did you just yes. do? Yes. Like, it's, it's one thing that you already yes. said it. Like, you know, what did you just do, dude? That's... And, and he goes, we're at Survivor Series. You're in town. And you know, at the time he wasn't under contract with anyone else. Um, so that's really cool that you got that. That's really yeah, cool. It was, it was <laughs> one of the bigger things I've ever done in media. Uh, so, uh, so once he does that internally, I'm just like, oh, oh, control yourself, control yourself. <laughs> do, do, do we get this? Do we get this? Please tell me we got that. <laughs> like, even though I know we're getting, uh, and, and then uh, he had other comments, including this year's past SummerSlam. Uh, he spoke to Nick Houseman, uh, and I know Nick well, uh, and Nick told me, he's like, ah, oh, there's gonna be something with Seth, Seth talking about punk now. And he called yeah. him a cancer and keep away. And then all the different stuff with punk and AEW was messy. So, Ooh, yeah, it was, yes, it was. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just think the biggest one that would move the most needles would be Punk. But also, it the show is sold out, by the way. This isn't yeah. something where they need this attention to sell tickets. But I do think a lot of tickets were sold on speculation, rumor, and innuendo. And just fans oh, yeah. doing that themselves. And I don't blame WWE for that. Also, I think WWE would have sold out tickets for the show anyway. You know, uh, they're really red hot, market to market. Premium live events, fans are more engaged. Diehards are really engaged. If you go oh, to yeah. people that are just diehard WWE fans, they are very engaged about this. And we'll talk about AEW stuff here in a little bit and some trials and tribulations. And then people are going to say we're anti AEW, but I'm going to talk to you about some numbers and other things. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, yeah. <clears throat> free agent getting yours. I want an RKO return so bad. RKO bro return. Oh, you're not getting RKO oh. bro. You're talking about Matt Riddle there. I don't think you're going to see Matt Riddle there. Um, no, he's. He's starting up a cannabis company with the Cottonmouth Kings or something like that. Oh, Cottonmouth Kings, dude! Yeah, uh, Cottonmouth Kings still in the game. They, they do the I, Juggalo events still. I, I'm not sure if they're. I've I have seen them. You know, their name pop up here and once in a while, like on tour. But uh, I'm I don't know. I know that they're getting in to a different industry together, which is cool to see. Mm-hmm. Since uh, more people are chiming in, is it Punk or Orton here? I know, and this is all just speculation, by the way. I'm not trying to tell you that one of these things. We're not referencing reports. Our show is the Wild Reckless Speculation Show, uh, <laughs> and people saying Randy Orton, Johnny Bottles, Johnny Bottles. <laughs> with this one, Punk will answer the Nakamura challenge. Orton interferes in the men's war games match. Lesnar. Oh yeah, we haven't seen Brock in a while. On Cody's team. Brock has not been around in a while. Yeah. Uh, and then and here we go once again the other side of the deal on the CM Punk thing. CM Punk returns to WWE. I'll never watch again. <laughs> I, I think I see that. All right, so that's one tweet, right? That's one response. Yeah. And then this is the next one. Uh <laughs> <laughs> just the I'm back. Yeah, the I'm back. <laughs> a, a gift from him returning in in, in AEW. So uh, is this is this true? Um, 
because I didn't watch the UFC event, but I heard that Dana White invited CM Punk to a recent UFC event. And uh, I don't know if this is... And everybody knows that UFC and WWE are <laughs> exactly. the same company. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's worth noting, you know, he's doing, he's been never stopped really doing commentary for Cage, Cage Fury Fighting Series, which is That's basically true. like uh, a AAA uh, under, underground, you know, under promotion of, of UFC. UFC doesn't yeah. own it, but UFC uh, has their streaming events on UFC Fight Pass, which is a streaming service that the UFC has. Um, that's and cool. so he's always been familiar with that. He's very in the MMA world, even though he had two fights and he didn't win. He still trains at Rufus Sport, I'm told, in Milwaukee. He maintains oh. a relationship with a lot of different people. He just did an event for them in Milwaukee uh, and has been very active between Milwaukee and Chicago in terms of athletic training. This is a guy, by the way, still in shape. Still oh, yeah. In shape. yeah he can get in the uh, but also, we don't know his what his contract status would allow him to do after being fired by AEW after everything that went down at all all in this year. Right. Uh, and, and everything else like that. Um, but I, I'm just inclined to not think of it. And then there's other people who say, well, if you want to do it, you do it at Royal rumble, but also let's just be frank. The pop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially in Chicago the, the, too. The, and I know I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to be completely clear about this. I'm in Chicago. You want to make moments. You want to like everything in wrestling is about moments. You can only do something like this once, maybe twice. And if he comes out and everything tells you it wasn't going to happen and they work us, they work us in the media, the media side of things, all that different stuff. Work me. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and work me. Um, I love but it. But I'm, I'm inclined. I'm in, also, I don't think this will be a bad show if it doesn't have CM Punk on it. I'm not one of those people. Where, there's only, you can only have <laughs> right. CM Punk return. You know? Yeah. You can only have, and, and, and they, like, like we've already covered, they kind of have like two different roles where you, you could do this if you want to do it. Yeah. Uh, but there's other people that can come back to WWE and do something interesting, a Brock, a, you know, Randy Orton. And if you get Randy Orton, everyone's going to be happy too. Randy Orton's a, lo- a beloved guy in the business, and people want to see him be able to come back and, and end his career on his terms despite this injury. Uh, right. Paper Mega 5000. Right. I'm going 5000. <laughs> Dragon Ball reference. Uh, CM Punk will return. Haven't heard WWE saying anything. They're hiding it, maybe. No, Paper, uh, they. They've reportedly told people like, no, it isn't happening. Uh, and I and I've I've, uh, I've talked to other people that are saying they're not. It's not no. It's just no right now. And and I hmm. and that logic does make sense. There's a lot of things going on in WWE. If you bring him in now, like where would you slot him? You can't just have him there and and just have him come back for this one shot thing and then not follow up on it. That wouldn't yeah. make much sense. But if he came back now and you're trying to get TV rights for Monday at Raw. Oh boy, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so like things get interesting here. It's, what, it's what very interesting. It's, you, it's you're, you're thinking it's Orton, definitely. Uh, but, but I but I still think it would be, I think it would be a bigger pop and, and better if it was CM Punk. Not, I mean, I don't know, it does not necessarily better, but the crowd would, would lose you its know, mind you know, Chicago. which one would get a bigger reaction, yes, you know, yes, <laughs> and it's punk all day long, but um, like you said. They can't just bring him back for one match either. And yeah. the guy's still in shape too. Uh, if he's coming back, he's got to come back all the way. But at the same time, you don't want to push over somebody who's been earning their keep right now too for no. CM Punk to come in. And um, 
So like you said, where where do you put him if he comes back right now? So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I I'm excited. I can't wait. Are you, you're going you're going to be there live, right? I'm going to be there live. Nice. Uh, I will be doing the, the press thing. I believe there's a chance I may be doing the post show press conference with our very own Emily May. I'm going to check out the superstore. They have a superstore that they're going to be running as well. Some uh, superstars going to be appearing there. Uh, and all that good stuff. Uh, Want to cover some big notes coming out of AEW Full Gear, which was over yeah. in California on your side of the things. I know you didn't get to attend. It's like hours. What south of you and north of you? It was it was south, but I was right. I in should town. know where Sacramento is on the map. <laughs> <Start> <laughs> to LA, like a real like a real just Midwestern dork, you know. Uh, but big show. Uh, they did yeah. an angle with uh, MGF being attacked before the show, mm-hmm. uh, claiming that he couldn't compete. Then they're going to have Adam Cole. Then it did a double swerve. Then they had a good event. But uh, the real talking point coming out of this show was Swerve Strickland and Adam Hangman Page and how violent, violent this Texas death match oh, was. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, incredibly bloody, incredibly ruthless. Uh, a lot of strong stuff coming out of this show. You had Edge and Sting along with Darby Allen competing. They won the opener. Strong show all around. Strong show all around. Will Ospreay was announced as the big signee. They had to tell you that they were signing him, and WWE didn't get him. WWE did talk to Osprey, but they kind of knew where he was going to land, I guess, within a week was the reported mm. thing here. Wow. Um, so a strong pay-per-view from them. A strong pay-per-view from them all around. I do think they need to get on a streaming service. I know that's a, a big a big thing, but I think that's just where wrestling fans are now in general. Yeah. And if you can get on a streaming service, people, I think you'll have more people watching your show, you know? Uh, and and uh, you'll have more people watching it. What do you think of the direction of AEW in general coming out of full gear? Uh, you know, I liked it. That that match between you know Swerve and Hangman Adam Page was definitely brutal. I loved it though. You know, just the pile driver on top of the barbed wire on the chair. It was insane. You know, it brought me back to my old days watching some mixed. I'm not, matches, now you're just you know? jogging my memory on it. I just watched that one earlier today. Yeah, it was just so. It's so like okay, WWE. I don't think is going to go here. And they no. had a lot of blood on the show. There's yeah. a lot of blood. I think people bled at least three or four matches on the show. I'm trying to think. You know, AEW likes to do that. They like you they know. Do. And uh, and I don't mind it. I don't mind it. It takes me back. It takes me back. But I'm in the present now with some some good talent, and they're doing it, and I love it. But um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good show. Um, They're going in some different directions. I love the tease of Chris, Christian Cage and Edge didn't really touch each other. Uh, right, they had that right. six-man match, but the whole match was just teasing it. And Christian Cage was a complete, complete chicken shit heel and ran, just <laughs> ran away from it in the complete interaction and Which gave a low blow to Ric Flair at ringside. So, so he's, a little, he's a little shit. Uh, the Osprey <laughs> signing is cool. Uh, you won't see him until February, though. Uh, the great, the best thing of the night was that death match. And I just think, and this isn't a shot at MJF, uh, he is the top star in the company and all these different things. I thought the, he's going to not be in the world title match. He is going to be in the world title match throughout the night was like a TV show thing to do yeah. on a pay-per-view and WWE's done it before. And I never like when they do that. Uh, and it, 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 whenever you do that, that strikes me as something you have to do because someone's legitimately injured. You know, right. and I have friends that were at the show and people at the show legitimately thought that they weren't going to get a match. But then you have the guy on crutches come out. Adam Cole said that he's going to replace MJF and defend the title for him. Yeah. And, and you already have Jay White stealing the title. Which, so yeah. it just it felt overcooked. Like the angle felt it just felt like an over 
sort of book thing. And that's no detriment to the work that either one of these guys put into it. Um, but the Jay White's push doesn't feel as validated. Even though he's holding the title, you never thought he was winning this match. Like they didn't right. have a sense of disbelief with it. Uh, and there's just moving more things, but you still just know, you know, like, do you see the cup game when you're at like the sporting event and they move, like they make, this isn't the one where they move them around really fast. They move them, they moved them around enough, but it was really serious to see which one of those baseballs, you know, was underneath the, the white yeah. socks hat, you know, or had the, the white socks hat on. You know what I'm talking about? The big screen. I, uh, I just I thought there's too much, there's too much booking in this. Like this, it was a little bit too much before the bell even rang. And I don't think they could follow the death match either, which isn't the worst problem. You know, it isn't no. the worst problem because this, this is a thumbs up show all around. Yeah. And I'm not sure what match could have followed that death match, honestly. I no. Mean, it, but um, yeah, I, I have a, a few friends who are kind of angry with AEW right now that, you know, MJF isn't able to carry his own belt. And they think it's dumb that he's, you know, Jay Lethal's out here trying to defend a belt that's not his against other people. They're like, why is this happening? I'm like, well, you're a casual fan. I don't know. Maybe that's why, but um, they, but uh, they that's don't just, really... that, that's still valid. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it, like, is. Like, you, it like, is. That's still valid. I want to hear yeah. from you guys. If you're watching, what did you think of AEW full gear? Let us know. would love yeah. to hear from you. Uh, also shout out to Bill after. I should have mentioned this earlier. Ooh, yeah. Bill after got the undertaker, dude. Bill Hacker got The Undertaker. Uh, if you haven't checked out our interview with The Undertaker, he receives the Bill Apter Legacy Award, which is a very great and noble creation from the, like, Walter Cronkite of wrestling. Like, he, I, I have never worked with someone who is so widely respected in their business like Bill Apter, and his conversation with The Undertaker is really, really good. Uh, those are up on WrestleBinge by Sports Kita. We also have audio of that up as well on our podcast feed. You guys are listening to us on our podcast feed. We have weekly shows in the same audio feed uh, uh, with Vince Russo every single week, Brawl, uh, Teddy Long every single week, Bill Apter, me, breaking news stuff. So a lot of different things. We're also putting up some audio slams, which are like our essay, audio essays. We're doing audio versions of the, of the videos we have on the Sports Key to Wrestling YouTube channel. I know there's WrestleBinge and Sports Key to Wrestling, two different things. So uh, if you want to do the podcast thing, go check out that Undertaker interview. Uh, back on topic here with AEW. This isn't good. And everyone's going to get mad at me that I bring this up. But ratings will end on TV ratings. What a compelling thing to end on. AEW is pursuing a TV contract. They have three different TV shows. Everyone thinks they want a streaming deal that is said to be paramount to their next uh, TV deal. And everyone thinks that it's with Warner Brothers Discovery. You have WWE NXT signed with CW. Yeah. Uh, they have SmackDown secured for a billion-dollar deal with uh, NBC Universal, who they're already doing a streaming deal with into 2026. Uh, and now uh, those billion-dollar deals four or five years ago helped AEW become a thing by being able to secure a TV deal. Now, so many years later, are those is that shuffling going to affect them? Because Warner Brothers Discovery reportedly is trying to see what happens with the basketball rights for the NBA, which is a big part of their portfolio. NBC Universal is in play for that. Mm -hmm. uh, and so what happens with Monday Night Raw? It moves around, all these different things. So then I bring up these ratings. SmackDown will remain on Fox through uh, October of 2024. Okay. Uh, and then it'll move. Fox wasn't super happy with the ratings. They were happy with the ratings. They weren't happy with the uh, the return on ads. So they would get some ads, but they didn't get all the ads they wanted. It isn't the worst, but it's like, hey, it isn't the right fit. Go back to cable, all right? But 
this past Friday, <laughs> SmackDown, a show that is not being renewed by Fox, was number one on broadcast television <laughs> in its time slot. That's- Mind you, didn't have maybe didn't have major sports competition that night, so it could be a part of it too. That did two point two million. Two point two million. Nice. Collision, nice. because of full gear being on Saturday night, had to go head to head. They already have Rampage uh, at nine PM Central, so right after SmackDown gets off the air, it would be there. And it's, Rampage is uh, a show that is we have a Nick coming in and out here. Uh Rampage is a show that Nick, can you can you use the with me, bud? Yeah, can you hear me? I yeah, am you, here. You just popped out for a minute. So okay, Rampage cool. is not attention viewing. Like Rampage, I'll I'll catch now and then, and I'll always follow the the reports that we have on Sportskeed and not. But if there's a big match, I'll catch it and see what happens with it. But it doesn't feel like appointment TV at 9 p.m. after prime time wrestling. You know, if another thing of wrestling collision, more interesting to me. I'll, I'll, I'll if I'm not watching it live, I'm usually checking out on Sundays, right? Uh, yeah. So they put it up head to head with SmackDown. They get their head handed to them here, uh, and they get two hundred and fifty thousand, a quarter of a million viewers, in fast national numbers according to Forbes. That is really bad compared to two point two million. Yeah, now, that's nice. I'm not saying that they're in direct competition. This isn't going to be every week, but they've had two of these. They had one where the NXT was always on Tuesdays. AEW moved to Tuesdays. For or NXT move, uh, AEW moves to Tuesday for one week, and WWE download double down down the show. It didn't do that this time, but still lit them up, lit them up big time. And this was a go home show for them. Uh, and the comparisons that everyone's going to do here, how do you think this affects them moving forward? There's some uh, you got Will Ospreay, you got moving parts. Where do things stand on the whole tribalism of uh, AEW and WWE? I mean, I laid a lot is, of information out there. Yeah, th- this is this is a conversation that I've had recently with uh, a few of my buddies and, and one of my coworkers who's a massive AEW fan. He said he finally got to go to an AEW live event, and he said he was shocked to see how many people weren't in the stands. And um, not only that, now the ratings are coming out this way. What's going on? You know, um, it's it's not it's not good. It's worth knowing. Forum was sold out yeah. on Saturday. You know, yeah, well, definitely, yeah. So that forum it was sold out. Definitely had and famous people there crowd. too. You know, yeah, Will was... Sasso, Doctor Young, Rick Rubin was at was at ringside. True. You know, a lot of famous people there. I believe one of the American Steve-o? Gladiators, Malibu, was there. Yeah. Malibu. <laughs> nice. Uh, so the stars was, came out. Wasn't Stevo there? <laughs> yes, Stevo was there. Steve-o I'm, was the there, biggest yeah. name was Steve. I should have said Steve. Steve-o. <laughs> um. So uh, it, and it's like I get it. You know, like yeah. and also I, I don't, I don't think. It should ring some alarm bells with the, with some of the numbers you have here. I right. do think you have an overworked Tony Khan. Maybe that's just me objectively saying that, and that isn't a shot at him. This is a guy who also like runs part of an NFL franchise yeah. and an EPL football team, uh, and uh, in England, I just you know it's a it's, lot. He's got a lot on his plate. Lot, a lot on his plate. Lot to maintain. So I, I don't know, man. It's just to me. Some of the long term, and they have, they have some really great stuff in the show. But they just do. like with WWE, there's some stuff in the show I just don't get into, don't connect. Um, the women Same. have some interesting things, but they they definitely the women definitely have uh, on the pay per view. They got a lot of time. Tony Storm was really really entertaining act, by the way. I have to say that out loud. Yeah, but I think the time the timeless thing is so outwardly outlandish, and AEW needs more of that. They need more outlandish 
characters, yeah. as uh, Vince Russo would say. And and she is absolutely that. Very Definitely. much a character. And yeah. the the old movie star, it, it's, which is on paper such a ridiculous thing to want to portray in 2023 as you want to portray a 1940s movie star. Right. Uh, but she pulls it off. Uh, and, and also still a great wrestler. Yes. And so they have a lot, but the women feel less than. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think that's an issue. WWE, this isn't the case. <laughs> like Rhea Ripley's no. right in there with the boys in one of the main angles of yeah. the company. And uh, the there's some angles they're going to cut, I think, with the women coming up here. They're going to be really interesting. Yeah. Uh, so it's just, uh, what's going well, on? I mean, it's, it's, it's MJF in like every other segment, which makes sense. He's a big star. Uh, they're relying, they brought in Flair. Okay. They brought in Edge, Adam Copeland. They have big names from WWE. No, they're trying to secure a TV right. They're, they're doing some things that like make sense. They're bringing right. in no names that a, a casual fan would know. But then you hear about the ticket sales, like in Chicago, they're going to be here on Wednesday. I'm going to be at the show. Cool. Um, cool. I still, awesome. th- uh, they did a two for one, you know? The, I mean, and, and when you do a two for one, that is a sign of, hey, we need to bump up ticket sales. Now, I do, I think the show will be well attended. Yeah. yeah. Do I think it'll be sold out? It's very 50 50. I mean, if you're a wrestling fan in this market, you're coming here the same week as WWE is running the, one of the fam- most famous wrestling arenas in the world, Rosemont Horizon All State Arena. They're going to be there. Fans travel into Chicago, by the way. And a lot of people, Chicago is a pretty easy place to get to. Yeah. You can get here by train, plane, whatever, you know, and it's a hub. So you're going to have a lot of people that come in from Wisconsin, Minnesota, Midwest. Oh, yeah. Come on down there. Driving to <laughs> Rosemont. So um, you're going to have a lot of people coming for Friday and Saturday. And all right, you're really just basing it on a very localized draw. Uh, and, and I think people are going to choose, yeah, I'm going to go to War Games. You know, like, like, and and they may have already made that decision already. Uh, And when you have to do the two for ones, I don't know. I don't know. Right. I know. know? And I don't, this is me saying WWE's uh, infinitely better. There's a bunch of different things that WWE does that are annoying right now. Um, But. True. Why are you putting yourself in this position where people are going to make this comparison so easily? You know what I mean? Right. Don't do that. You don't have to do that. It's unnecessary. I 100% agree. I don't know why they chose to be in town this, the, you know, the same week. I mean, it's it, just it, Tony, Tony Khan likes to do it. It's, yeah. it's, it's a hometown for him. You know, he's, right, from, he's, from, he's from Champaign, Illinois. Uh, I'm not going to complain about it. Uh, True. But WWE, but one, that 2019 Survivor Series I told you about, right? Yeah. They were in town, I think, the same, almost the same week, same type of thing. You know, <laughs> or no, they were in town maybe the week after. Maybe oh, wow. I, I'm trying to remember, but it was like the same type of thing that, that I interviewed Rollins. And then a few days later, I think I interviewed. Yeah. A few days later, I interviewed um, Moxley and Jericho Ooh, and it was awesome. Th- it was the week of promote the ticket sales. WWE did not do a lot of localized media for the show because it's already sold out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's already sold out. And also this, I think they're going to make the most money they've ever made at Rosemont. Like, and they've been playing um, there for 40 plus years. So uh, because they, uh, there'll be no Tron at the show. I talked to some people that work there. They're like, they don't, they're, they're told there isn't going to be a giant setup like you would see at most WWE shows. Huh. It's going to be almost all around fans, which means you're talking like a real big crowd here. So yeah. it'll, look, it'll look different. Uh, and they've, they haven't shot that building that way in a long, long time. So That's I'm looking forward cool. to it. I'm looking forward to it. What do you think is going to steal the weekend here uh, with WWE? Oh, you know, I, I got to be the headline. What are we going to be talking about next week's show? 
I got a prediction here. I think that Damian Priest is going to hide the briefcase somewhere in that cage. I think Judge Oh, Day you is think he cashes dominate. in during war I games? Think he cashes in during war games. Dude, I'm down for that. <laughs> in war games, he has a match with the. There's the match beyond, right? War the games match is the match beyond. beyond. But what about the match within? <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah. And, dude, yes. I'm, that is my prediction. Wh- there's nothing that says he can't do it. There's right. nothing that says he can't have a match within the match. Yeah. But then do they have to like lift the cage? No, that does this cage take down? I don't know. I don't know. Is don't it know a normal match? It's I see now that's the question. That's one I can't answer right there, but um but I do that's my But prediction. also you have so I think there's so many other factors of people being able to interfere that would cost sure. in that. You sure. know, yeah. uh and um we'll see. This this may piss off some people. I I think Judgment Day can take the loss. Yeah, yes, yes, they can. Uh, and still be the act that they are. And maybe they get the comeuppance at another event or something like that. Um, and I, this has to be the blow off, though, between them and Cody and Jay and different things like yeah. that. And we, but I, uh, it does feel like there's a lot of loose ends that could come out of this, too. But it's been going on for quite a while here. You know, you've been doing this basically what since SummerSlam in terms yeah. of Cody and Jay versus Sammy's been into it as well versus Judgment Day, right? Yeah, so this uh, so definitely yeah. has to be the end right here. I feel. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, here we go. Paper Mega 5000. Cody Rhodes will return heel. Uh, will turn heel after WrestleMania joining Judgment Day after winning the title. I don't know about that, bud. Um, here we go. Eosky, Stardom, WWE. No, Eosky is deeply in WWE. I don't think she's going to be doing anything with Stardom or New Japan anytime soon. Why well, no. you want to talk about pissing off people at AEW? Is WWE starts doing something with New Japan? <laughs> oh, uh, that'll be an you'll, we'll get some angry uh, Tony Khan tweets after that one too. Uh, let us know what you guys think. We're gonna have a whole bunch of Survivor Series stuff coming at you this week uh, over on our Instagram. We have a whole bunch of reels. Me and Nick on those. Nick, if they want to follow you, where do they go, bud? On X or at Twitter at nharkson24. That's at n h a r k s e n two four. Mm-hmm. You can follow me at Kev Kellum, at Kev Kellum, at Kev Kellum 6. Oh, look at this. I uh, signed on the radio with the biggest alternative rock radio station here in Chicago, Q101. Uh, I just did that this weekend. That has been going on for months. Uh, so I got to do that. Uh, that is really, really cool. And you can check out everything I'm doing with Roast Battle Chicago as well. Also, follow Sports Kita. If, you, if, if, if the YouTube thing is your thing, great. Follow us on this. Turn your notifications on. If you like the show, tag your friends in it. That really, really helps us. If you watch even a little bit of this, this really helps us. I want to clip this show up. I think we can get some real good clippies oh, yeah. out of this and all that good stuff. Thank you guys so much. Hit the like button, comment, get into the conversation if you're watching on demand. If you're on the podcast side of things, give us that five-star review if you're on the audio side. Thank you so much. And remember, when watching wrestling, please do the most important thing. Um, <laughs> people are demanding theme song changes. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're deep into the show. We're getting theme song changes. If you're just yeah. watching wrestling, they don't give you your fantasy book, and you don't get ready, or you don't get see a Punk. Calm down. Boo the bad guy. Cheer the good guy and enjoy wrestling.